0: You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by TravCon. Welcome to the Travel Nursing and Allied Life podcast. I'm super excited. Today with me is Jocelyn James. He is an ER travel nurse and has even only started traveling just under two years ago, I believe. We're really excited to have him with us and sharing with us what he does. Thanks for joining us, Jocelyn.
1: Oh, thanks for having me here.
0: Now you mentioned you started travel nursing. I think it was January 2021. Was it?
1: Uh, uh, August 2020.
0: August 2020. So really, in the height of of COVID.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, August 2020 was kind of like one of the biggest waves we had.
0: And when you say we, where were you staff at the time?
1: I was staffed in Southern California in LA County.
0: So yeah, Southern California
1: kind of my home base.
0: You were totally in the thick of it.
1: Yo, yeah, it was it was pretty wild. Well, at that time, I was a med surge nurse. Oh, okay. I was a med surge nurse. I kind of did. I started in the ICU, went to the ER staff. And then I did the kind of thing that we all do as um, as nurses, You, you follow the money. And there was this place in LA that was offering me more money, more benefits. And I took it as med-surg and I was so unhappy, probably the most unhappy I've ever been at a staff in my entire life. And COVID is a great opportunity, right? For us nurses, very, yeah. very tragic, unfortunate event. But for us travel nurses, this was an opportunity or wanting to get into travel it for us It was phenomenal, yeah. Change our lives. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what happened with me. I quit my med-surg job and went straight into uh, travel nursing. It was wild.
0: And I think I remember reading, listening to one of your podcast episodes, it wasn't it your first assignment and you got canceled almost before you got there or as you got there?
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, I, well, I I was, I got approved for Fresno and it was my first assignment and I was looking at housing. I was getting ready. I packed all my stuff. And I think a few days before leaving for Fresno, um, they told me that it was canceled. They overstaffed. And uh, my recruiter was like, uh, this is just kind of the nature of travel. It happens, but I can get you one, the same offer a few hours further north in Sacramento. And I I took it. And, you know, um, it was like, I think that kind of shows exactly how travel nursing is. You never know what's going to happen next, but there's always a pivot. Right. I thought I was going to go to Fresno. But I went to Sacramento instead.
0: You know, it's totally the case. And that's really the message we bring across is the one, you know, the, the most important feature I think you need to be is flexible. You just got to be able right. to roll with it. And I was actually heading, I was leaving North Carolina. I was heading to Arizona on, the, on a long weekend. And my big bonus, this is prior to COVID. I had a really big bonus ICU gig in Arizona. Right. And Friday of the long weekend, they cancel me. Just prior, and we're so we're before
1: we're, starting, before, before starting. even
0: starting. But you know, we had an RV at the time, and we're like, we're just gonna tootle across the country. And right. Tuesday morning, we woke up in uh, New Mexico, and uh-huh. so we call up a recruiter and said, "Hey, you know what you got?" And she goes, "Well, I have ER in Las Cruces," and I'm okay. like,
1: "Oh, that's in New Mexico, right?"
0: in New Mexico. And so I said, you know, I've never really done ER, so uh-huh. I'm willing to give it a shot. So I showed up at the interview and I said, look, I don't do kids, I don't do trauma, and I have no ER experience, but I am an ICU nurse. Uh-huh. And she's like, great, we'll take you. <laughs> and wow. so, you know, I just wanted it up front, like this is, and it was, I was really nervous in that position, but it was the perfect situation to sort of try and see if I liked ER. Right. You know, to try and see if I could handle, because I think it's easier to go from ICU to ER than it Uh is the other way around.
1: It's easier to go from ICU to ER. Oh, yes, definitely.
0: You know, because most of it's pretty straightforward. And then if somebody gets sick, you don't have a cow and you can handle the vent and everything.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: But talk about having to pivot uh, on a dime, be able to flow with it, everything you'd kind of planned out the window, switch gears, turn left. And yeah,
1: right. Well, I mean, the fact that you're a traveler, ER. do you identify most as an ER nurse or ICU nurse?
0: I do like ER much more. However, what I ended up doing for a few years is uh, in a small town, I would go to the ER. Whereas in a big city, the ER scared me. I was not really into gunshots and all that kind of big city ER. That kind of is a little not my speed. So I would go hide out in the ICU. Okay. And to me, it was the perfect blend to be able to hop back and forth. And then eventually you, tra- you
1: traveled with both.
0: I did both. I just, okay, you know, cool. depending on the size of the city or whatever came up, if it was small, I went ER, if it was big, I mean, I was in Seattle and I, you get to choose for your assignment every morning. And I'm sitting there going, could, could I have the gunshot wound? Cause, cause I've never had one before. And they're like, what you came out of Arizona. And I said, yeah, I just, I hit wow. the Wow. So you get to you put first,
1: yourself in that situation. It's that's it's dope.
0: As, as you say, it's out of the comfort zone, right? Absolutely. And you, you brought that up when we chatted before. And I thought it was really poignant what you've said uh, about being out of your comfort zone and kind of learning what you like, what you don't like, what you excel at, what you don't excel at.
1: Absolutely. And,
0: and travel nursing does that for you or, or any kind of travel.
1: One of the biggest pieces of advice you hear that's almost cliche, right, is get out of your comfort zone. We've been hearing that since we were oh, yeah. we were in high school, middle school, get out of your comfort zone, go meet new people, college advice, get out of your comfort zone. But I, I think nothing quite literally gets you out of your comfort zone than leaving your hometown, going to a new city, going to a new state, um, and just kind of starting from scratch, not knowing anybody, right? You bring yourself, your skills your experience, but um, definitely the most uncomfortable times of my life were um, going my first assignment out of uh, my very first assignment. And of course, my very first time out of uh, California, which is I'm in Oregon right now. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably the top two most uncomfortable moments of um, my most recent adult life.
0: It is. It makes you feel when I was going into the Bellevue hospital in Seattle and I knew it was oh, okay. a big ICU. There were probably, I think, eight ICUs, nine ICUs. My knees were knocking. I'm sitting there and I've been a nurse for 15 years and I'm right. sitting here going, can I do this? I am yes. I just a little scared. Am I? And then it turns yes. out fine and it's good and, and mm-hmm. we had a really good unit. But yeah, I you always get that. For yep. me, I got butterflies sometimes, yes. especially at the bigger institutes. Can I handle it?
1: Yep. It's a feeling that I think no one gets except travelers, because every time we go to a new hospital, we're new again. And we have that feeling of, um, can I do this? I'm a little nervous. I have what you have 15 years of experience. You've probably seen and done so much, but you put yourself in this new situation and you're like, oh, man, this is like.
0: People get that once or twice a year. Travelers, I yep. uh, sorry, once or twice in their lifetime, whereas right. travelers get that three, four times a year.
1: Yep. <laughs> you just you just get it. And that's so why I love meeting you travelers. And um, I mean talking to you just for you know uh a few minutes, like we we have that connection of just getting it. Yeah, and then you and me doing ER and ICU also, you just get it.
0: And that's kind of what brings people back to Travcon year after year is you know, these are my people, like they just, they immediately know the challenges that you go through. Oh my God, I got to find housing again. Or how many times did you get canceled last year? Or that kind of thing. You know, you just totally get it.
1: Yep. A lot of our experiences, I feel like just because I think it's natural to think, um, we think we're the only ones going through it. We're the only ones getting canceled. We're the only ones um, being treated like this in a new hospital. Then you go to TravCon and you're not alone. And it was so- Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly good to meet what like you like you said it. Your people, yeah. And I've been trying to put words on it. uh, My uh, because I was telling my friend about it, who's not in healthcare, and she's like, um, "You met. It sounds like you met your tribe." Oh, that's that's a cool term. Yep, and that's exactly what TrapCon is for me. Is like meeting your tribe, your people.
0: Totally. A few years ago, somebody on the video uh, that we do said, these are my people. And that resonated with us so much. We kept that for our slogan. And now yours, I love that. You know, this is my tribe. Yep. This is it Yep. was last year. So, your so first So that's year? the slogan.
1: Uh, last year was my first TravCon. Yes. Last yeah. September. Oh. And- how
0: did it feel? I've been every year. So for me, it's different and I'm there for setup and everything like that. How does it feel as a first time person coming into TravCon?
1: Oh man, Um, oh, I'm glad you asked this. I'm glad you asked this. It was probably one of the most overwhelming experiences uh, I've had in a long time, Uh, aside from, of course, travel nursing. I did not know how big it was, the exhibits. It was very overwhelming for me. And someone like me who actually has social anxiety meeting new people, Mm -hmm. this is a new development for me, I think. (laughs) I have social anxiety when I meet new people and it's been heightened as I became a travel nurse. I was like, why do I feel like this? Uh, Just get hella nervous meeting new people. Uh, So it was very overwhelming in the beginning, especially with the exhibits. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what proper etiquette was. There's so many different people. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as the how many days was like three or four as the days went by and, and the events happened, I started meeting more and more people and it just, I started getting more and more comfortable. Um, so overwhelming at first, but walking away from it. And I've, I've told you and several other people, this Travcon changed my life.
0: Ah, Right. That's awesome. It's just meeting
1: my tribe is like, it's so life-changing. And I wish I could explain it more. But it's just like a, a feeling that uh, I've never had in a, ever. I would say, you know.
0: Oh, that's really cool to hear. Because you know, you you work on it all year, yeah. and you think, oh, okay. you know, I really hope it it elevates people and it gives them some excitement and something to yeah. look forward to. And you get the sense that they look forward to it because we had a new uh, registration system last year and a new guy that was running it. And I said to him, you know, people are really waiting for this to open. Like, it's not just going to be nothing all night. I said, when I open it at midnight, it's going to go crazy. And he didn't really believe me. Uh And so I made it live at, I think, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. 10 people signed up every hour throughout the night so by morning there was like almost 100 people that were signed up and he was blown away he couldn't believe it that over he goes who's up all night and i'm like oh <laughs> half the crowd's up all night and they were so pumped they're like i was first and i got in there and they were showing their ticket so people really do want to you know they look forward to getting together again
1: absolutely i have several of speaking of looking forward to getting together again uh, i have several events this year, uh, every month, um, I'm traveling to, you know, Tennessee, traveling to California. Uh, and then, of course, September is TravCon. And I've told several people this. Uh, I will trade all my other events for TravCon like, ah, on a heartbeat. That's that's, awesome. not, that's not even a joke. Like, I will miss all everything I signed up for. I have one in May, June, July, August. I will trade all those events. If I could just choose one for whatever reason, I would go to TravCon. That's how that much is super sweet. it's impacted me.
0: Yeah. That is super sweet. The um interesting what you said about your social anxiety. I feel like for those people who there's probably many just like you going, "Oh, yeah. oh my god, all the people, I don't know what to do or where to go." But mm-hmm. because we have such commonality, we have this central theme that you can go up to anybody and go, mm-hmm. "Where are you traveling?" or, you know, "What what specialty are you in?" You're right. all of a commonality that I think that helps break down sort of that very big barrier of, geez, what do I ask or what do I talk to somebody about or if right. I approach uh, an exhibitor booth, I mean, they're all pretty much, hey, they they want to talk to you. Yep,
1: the exhibitor booths were were great. They um they all talked to you really quickly, uh, and were very warm and welcoming. And I didn't know there were so many travel agencies that existed. It's pretty wild. And there's, isn't more it? those, there's, yeah, more. there's
0: more than those. Yeah, there's more than. There's almost 100 in the exhibit hall, and and, and those are the main ones. But still, I right. would say we get uh, 70 or 80% come back every year because they just love it. Uh-huh. And then there's always a good 20, 30 uh, companies that come that are new. They're either right. starting up or they're kind of coming in on a different area. So uh, it's pretty interesting. You can tell the new ones because they're very calm, uh, their booth is very quiet, not quiet, okay. but plain. <laughs> Right. And they kind of get blown out of the water by these other companies. They're like, Oh no, I've been here before. I know we need a serious attraction. So we're going to do mini golf and the guys over there, they're doing a wheel of fortune and yeah, wheel of fortune. Yeah. So there's all these cool, fun events. And so the first year people, exhibitors look around and they're like, Whoa, we got to up our game. Like this is, this is serious because they're all sort of competing for your attention and it's so much fun. Like the energy is is just high. Uh,
1: I didn't know there was going to be games like that. Um, There's actually my friend who I met on Instagram um, who ended up going to TravCon also. I hadn't met her yet uh, in person, but she texted me because I was a little late uh, to the first day. I think I got there around 10. I think it opens at 8. Yep. I got there at 10, and I think at 9, she texted me. She's like, oh, my God, I just just want an iPod (laughs) or (laughs) iPad, right? And uh, she just won an iPad an hour later. She's like, I just won uh, Apple AirPods. No. Yeah. Twice in a row. And I was like, what? I'm not even there yet. And you already came up on two Apple products.
0: They're just they really go to town. Like, you know, it's kind of a reason why we don't provide a lot of freebies is, dude, you're going to just be, you know, so, so much free stuff. They're super generous. Uh, they're mm-hmm. smart because that kind of encourages you to go over and share your information with them. And, and they're the ones, they're the whole reason why we can keep the tickets cheap mm-hmm. for Travcon. You know, if you've yeah. been to other conferences, you know, they're six, $700 and they barely give yep. you any food. Correct. And so we really subsidize because these are, travelers are not staff. They, they don't get their, Mm. their transportation paid, or they don't get education time. None of that. They're paying everything out of their own dime. So we really keep the tickets subsidized Mm. and it's all from the exhibitors. We take a chunk of theirs. So they're basically, and we tell them that and they're like, Hey, we're good with that. We're totally good with that. You bring the travelers in, we'll be here and we'll make it fun for them. So it's turned out really well that way.
1: I've been to some nursing conferences in Vegas and, uh, for more money, uh, I've gotten less, right. So i yes. for, for the price of the ticket, you get a lot.
0: You do, don't you? Right. Yeah.
1: Especially in Las Vegas, right. Yeah. Um, uh, running joke, me and my friends who go to, to Vegas, like if you're a woman, you get treated, uh, very well. Cause you'll get free drinks, free meals, um, and where men it's just the nature of Vegas you, you have to pay more uh, but I've never felt like so treated at Travcon until or in Vegas up until Travcon because they're paying for your meals they're paying for your drinks and they're giving yeah. you freebies and I'm like is this what it is this what I was missing out on
0: we don't care what you are we don't care yeah. if you're male female
1: or something exactly <laughs> Exactly. And it usually Vegas does. So TrapCon, it was like experiencing Vegas and TravCon together is like phenomenal.
0: That's so cool. Now you have a channel, you have a YouTube channel, right?
1: I do have a YouTube channel.
0: What's the name of it?
1: Uh, it's my name, which is uh, Josel James. Cool.
0: And I'll put that, uh, you've got your spelling of it right below here on the screen. Uh, it's really funny how did you get into your you seem to be delving into the comedic side of life yes. what made that change
1: so initially i wanted to i needed a creative outlet right um and i wanted to do something outside of nursing or i wanted to do something with my life and my career um that one i was good at and two that helped people outside of, of course bedside nursing um, so I, initially, I had started this channel called The Charming Nurse, where I, uh, um, I wanted to teach one personal development and interpersonal communication. That's why it was called Charming Nurse. Um, and it was very small channel. It is still a small channel, but um, I didn't get a lot of traction. I think I made five or six videos teaching people about tone of voice, teaching people about how to talk to people uh, at bedside, talking to doctors, mm-hmm. s- stuff like that. Um, And I was still in the experimentation phase. And I was like, let me try making a funny video. Uh, Let me try making comedy videos. And I think my second um, video that I made um, that was funny or that was comedy, it was called Essential Nurse. um, It it, it took off like out of nowhere. I didn't know it was gonna take off. Um, It was making fun of in 2020 in March how we were essential workers we got free starbucks we got front-of-the-line costco passes we were being called heroes people yeah. were applauding for us things that never happened to us i was nursed for four years at the time the way we were being treated at the beginning of the pandemic was like so weird so different it, and it really got, was right and it got to some people's heads so that was kind of what uh, my first comedy video that took off um uh, it's called The Essential Nurse. Uh, that's kind of what I made fun of. And since that took off, uh, uh, I thought to myself, well, this is what people like. Um, people think, some people think I'm funny. Let me continue making um, some comedy videos. And that's kind of how I just kept making funny videos. And then I started watching stand-up comedians. I started reading books on comedy. Uh, I started writing comedy. And it's still it's still a practice. It's still a work in progress. But that's uh, how I kind of got into it. It's mostly... I've strayed away from YouTube. YouTube production takes a long time, it maybe does. eight hours.
0: It sure does. Because you do a really good job of sort of splicing and keeping it moving. And I've done yeah. movies. That takes time,
1: right? It takes yes. a lot of time. Yes. And as a trap, I was staff when I started, and I had a lot more time, like just downtime. And yeah. as a traveler, I couldn't quite keep up with that. Yeah. Between and I tell my friends this all the time, uh, and my mom who asks. Uh, my mom's like, why aren't you making more videos on YouTube? Um,
0: you're like, I'm not exploring, man. Yeah, exactly. Traveler.
1: Yeah, exactly. As a travel nurse, I'm stuck between, uh, you know, I want to explore beautiful green of Oregon. Yeah. yeah. And of course, furthering my comedy and video editing career. And most of the time recently I've been just trying to explore.
0: I found myself the busiest when I was traveling because, and I was lucky. I actually traveled with a spouse, but <clears throat> And he did all the the, the grocery shopping and the uh-huh. laundry. So I did all my three days that I was working. And then on our four days, it was like back to back checking everything out. Because if you try really hard, you might get to see half of what you want to see in three right. months. Exactly. And so you end up being busy. And I have to say, after a few years, I was kind of exhausted from that because it it's was tiring. Just go, go, go. It's tiring. But it's go go so, go so cool. You think back and you're like, wow, we did this and we did that. And we saw this. It was... You're busy as a traveler. Yeah.
1: I like how you said go, go, go. And it's just one word, three times. Um, a lot of the travelers I've met over the past couple of years, that's how we all are. I was just talking to my friend, Ray, about this. Um, we're all go, go, go all the time, whether it be with anything, whether it be moving, whether it be a new assignment. Mm-hmm. We all have this like you're in personality flush. trait. Yeah, yeah, that you're just go, go, go. Yeah, We're, we're all like that. And, and it's, it's exciting interesting. Yeah.
0: you know, you're halfway through your assignment. So you're really only at the six week mark mm. and you're already thinking about where you want to go next,
1: where are you going next? and you still feel new to the place. You're yes. still adjusting.
0: Yes. So that's, that, that's totally why. Now I found, found it interesting. I traveled with a spouse that really helped because you kind of had someone to go with and, and share things with you travel on your own. How mm. do you find it is with a new place and what kind of ideas do you use to settle in?
1: To, to meet new people or? To meet new
0: people. What, how do you explore the area?
1: Um, do you man. seek people
0: out or are you happy just seeing the sites on your own?
1: Uh, oh, wow. It's a, it's a good question. Well, there's been, I've had great success with social media, right? There's okay. several um, travel nurse pages that uh, there's group chats of travelers and sometimes in the comment section, you you notice, hey, someone's in Portland. Let me message them on social yeah. media. Hey, let's get together. And then there's there's uh, new apps to get with people on that. That's been great for me. Yeah.
0: I think uh, Med is in. MedVenture. And- yes. yes. And there's a few others that I think they're coming in and they're connecting travelers.
1: Exactly. And I'm fortunate enough to be a traveler while that's a thing. Um, I can't even imagine how it was before without these apps where you can meet people. But usually, um, I try to meet people. I try to get local suggestions and see if they want to go with me. It's a little awkward. Hey, who wants to be my friend who wants to go hiking with me? Yeah. Uh, sometimes people say no. Um, and you don't find anyone you click with, which is kind of normal, not mm-hmm. in a sad sense, but it's just, that's life. Yeah. But also being a travel nurse in a new place by yourself, it really helped me be comfortable being by myself, you know, um, and it's, um, how can I say this? It's gotten comfortable being by myself in my own thoughts, in my own world, taking a hike by myself, which I probably wouldn't do before um, when I was a staff nurse in SoCal, would never hike by myself, uh, watching a movie by myself, um, going out to dinner by myself, exploring by myself. And one of the, my favorite parts of travel nursing and I uh, that I like to share with people is this journey of self-discovery being mm-hmm. by yourself what do you like who are you deep inside right um which you know people are attracted to the travel lifestyle because of the money because of the travel different places but really the personal growth and self-realizations that I've made as a person through traveling has been phenomenal for it's
0: me. so true the self-discovery it's right. like you know how you're you're lost in your own thoughts in your own experience
1: exactly yeah exactly and it's it made me think like why was i nervous to go out to eat at a at a restaurant by myself before mm-hmm. why was i not hiking by myself before and you start thinking you just start having these realizations like no one no one really cares you just live your own life yeah and you know you just live your own life which is what travel nursing is, right? You're not connected or married to a hospital. You're living right. your life yeah. the way you want to.
0: Yeah. No, that's so true. It's definitely one of the positives about travel.
1: For sure. And,
0: you know, I I also love the fact that we're, we're bringing together so many different disciplines at TravCon. You know, it's oh, not, yes. it used to be just the travel nurse, but do you know how many other disciplines love to do traveling?
1: Right. I had no clue until I went to TravCon. Yeah. I had no clue. And a lot of our, um, there was, I think I met Dylan, right? He's mm-hmm. on the committee. He, uh, he's PT he PT. Yeah. yeah. And I think I was chatting with him and he was saying how cool it was that there was other disciplines there, you know, PT yeah. OT, see some CT texts, you know, radiology texts yeah. going around, meet so many people. And Dylan runs, not just the, travel nursing.
0: Dylan runs the allied room now. So he literally, his challenge is to find a session for every discipline if he can uh-huh. You know, if he can find uh, someone to speak on it, but you know, the, that, that allied room is dedicated for anyone non-nursing. Cause sometimes they feel a little overwhelmed and like, Hey, travel is not for me. And you're like, mm-hmm. as soon as they hear the word travel nurse, when somebody says that their mind shuts off and goes, it's not for me. Well, mm-hmm. most of the sessions are because it really isn't clinical stuff. It's all about travel and yep. negotiating and housing and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but we really try and be inclusive of all the other disciplines because everyone's doing it. And then you meet other right. disciplines when you're traveling as well. Yep. So we're also getting more NPs. There's N- MDs, PAs uh, coming to the conference too. So- oh,
1: really? Yeah. yeah. So I've heard travel docs, right? They think, I don't know if they're, it's the same as locum, but yeah. I know some some you know, some physicians are traveling too, So that'd be interesting hearing their perspective,
0: especially ER. I know when I was in Las Cruces, you know, a lot of say a lot of docs want to live in Tahoe mm-hmm. because Lake Tahoe is where it's at, but they can't all work in Lake Tahoe or get positions there. Cause there's only one tiny little hospital. So the, the two that I worked with, they both lived in Lake Tahoe and then they would fly down to Las Cruces who had like a shortage of doctors and they would do 10 days or six days or whatever, and go home. Right. And they might do that once a month or something. And with ER, you can do it because you don't have to do follow-ups or Correct. continue a patient population. So for ER, it really
1: works. It works, And they so were literally
0: best. coming in, they were basically travel docs.
1: Yeah. I've met a few, I, haven't re- I would love to pick their brains about how it's like to be a travel doc.
0: Yeah. I don't, have had, I don't know have how many one? disciplines can On do here. it though, because so many of them carry a patient Kind of a, a load, right? I mean right. a hospital following. Yeah. I see you could do it, maybe even a hospitalist, but then there's the whole charting system that yep. uh putting in orders. I know our system's not easy. And when I see a new doc come along, man, it takes some weeks to get up to speed. Yeah.
1: And they, they ask you some questions. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's that's your world.
0: <laughs> totally. Uh what do you are you gonna start more videos up or are you still in the um dream world of traveling from one to the next to the
1: next? Um, Start more. So YouTube, I've been, this is something I think about daily YouTube. I think I will try to, but most of my uh, content right now has been focused on TikTok and Instagram. That's where a lot of, I feel like my community is, uh, the people I've gotten along with the people who really resonate with my content. Um, I talk a lot about traveling. uh, um, A lot of the comedic side of nursing, Um, and really trying to see how this short form content, which is what it seems like a lot of the attention is 30 second videos, 60 second videos, and how I can incorporate myself as someone who sees the funny in the world and also show an authentic side of myself, Mm -hmm. um, that people really resonate with. It seems like the personal development stuff. So it's mostly on Instagram videos. Um, I do a lot of stories and then TikTok.
0: Very cool. And and that would mean no editing, no video editing to do.
1: Right. And it's like, correct. Yeah. 60 seconds, it's very easy to uh, just to kind of just talk. I still write a lot of what I say Yeah. before, even if it's a 60 second, I need a rough outline to make sure I'm getting my proper messaging across, have a few takes sometimes to make sure I get the tone and timing correctly. But nowhere near as, uh, as labor intensive as a YouTube video is.
0: Cool. Well, we look forward to um, uh, meeting you at TravCon and others who might want to meet the celebrity of Josseline oh. <laughs> James.
1: Uh, I look forward to meeting everybody. Exactly. I look forward to meeting it's, you.
0: It's going to be a very different. You're going to be a veteran now, coming back in, and you know maybe you'll you'll be the the one guiding the new people through it.
1: Oh, I would love to. I think I would love just going up to random people and talking to them, which. I was not able to do last year because I was so shy, Yeah. but I think this coming year, I'm, I would love to just come up to anybody and just have, start a conversation because I know that's the proper space for it.
0: It totally is. It totally is. So uh, if you want to follow Jossel, just check in the notes below. We'll put his Instagram and his TikTok and his YouTube in there because you got to watch some of the videos, especially the one on travel nursing. Uh, very poignant, very on point. Jocelyn, thank you so much. It was a pleasure chatting with you. And uh, Thanks, look Michelle. forward to meeting you at TravCon.
1: I appreciate you. Appreciate uh, TravCon.
0: Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at TravCon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.